Hello, hello, and welcome to Business of Design, episode 287, Drop It Like It's Hot with Helen Austin. Now, I bet you're wondering where we got the inspiration for the title of this podcast. Obviously, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot. Get okay that's not really where we got the inspiration although i do like snoop dogg and pharrell i must say the inspiration comes from helen who's our guest on the episode today she has the ability to assess where she's at see that she needs to make changes and then make those changes really fast she drops it like it's hot when it's not working. And I think that is the best business advice there is. In this episode, she's going to talk about some of the ways she's transitioned from her first business, which was professional organizing, into a now budding interior design business. Helen wastes zero time between getting good advice and taking it, and that I admire very much. I love this moment in the interview where she says she realizes that she brought more competence to, in this case, it was our Business of Design Elite Retreat this past April in Santa Monica. She brought more competence to that retreat than she thought she would because she's new, relatively new to an interior design business, even though, as I said, she had a professional organizing company. She realized that her strong business practices, her strong attention to systems and protocols was going to serve her well as she transitioned into full-time an interior design firm. We see that a lot. You know, people will sign up to go to the retreat or they'll sign up to join a boss group and there's anxiety and a little bit of fear and apprehension. What if I'm the worst one? What if I'm terrible at everything and everybody else is great? I suffer tremendously from that kind of negative self-talk. So it was encouraging to hear that although she came to the retreat thinking she would be miles behind everybody, in fact, because she was so willing to take immediate action, she leapt ahead of so many others who are reluctant to make changes, even when something isn't working. So drop it like it's hot is great advice. If The systems, protocols, strategies you're using right now are not satisfying 99.9% of your clients and making you happy and keeping you profitable and thriving. Drop them like they're hot. And I guess I can say now, mark some dates on your calendar because the BOD Elite Retreat is traveling next year. In April of 2023, we are going to be in Charleston and Savannah. April 27, 28, 29, and 30. This is going to be an extraordinary once-in-a-lifetime trip. As with other retreats, we're going to have deep learning, and we will supplement that with beautiful tours. We'll learn about Southern design and Southern style, and I promise there are things you're going to want to incorporate into your own projects when we do that. And you'll come away like all of us always do with our batteries recharged and ready to tackle the year ahead. So if you want to make 2023 your best year yet, then mark those dates on the calendar, April 27th to 30th. Business of Design Elite Retreat, Charleston and Savannah, South Carolina and Georgia.
You get yourself to Charleston and we'll take care of everything else. You're going to love meeting Helen Austin. And we'll get right to that just after some quick announcements with Director of Operations at Business of Design, Cheryl Horn. Hey, Kimberly. Well, since you've already mentioned the Elite Retreat, we'll start at the end of our events calendar and uh, I'll give you a few details. So as Kimberly mentioned, uh, you know, we j I just posted it to the website so you can uh, check there for more details. But uh, right now it's just save the date April 27th to April 30th. Elite Retreat, Charleston, and Savannah. So we are going to open registration on September 15th. There will be early bird pricing, and you'll just pay the 50% deposit to uh, register at that time. Balance will be due later. If you have already attended uh, an Elite Retreat in the past, or you're a Business of Design boss member, watch your inbox on September 15th, because we're going to be se sending you a promo code to uh, with additional savings. So, and then of course, you know, all of our business of design members will save on tickets as well. But for now, please just mark your calendar if you're interested and save the date April 27th to 30th, 2023. So let's backtrack a little bit to this September because we have a lot going on. Um, all details are on the website as always. So I'm just going to run through everything really quickly. So, um, well, to start, actually, tomorrow we've got BOD Live and Janine Laudenbach is going to be talking about team-facing procedures. So if you're a Business of Design member, please join us for that. In September, Kimberly is headed to New York on September 14th as part of the What's New, What's Next event. Uh, she's going to be taking part in Take Flight, Thriving as a Small Business, and she's going to be sharing some Business of Design systems as part of that, sponsored by Daniel House Club. So we love them here at Business of Design. You'll hear a be a hearing from them uh, coming up in a couple weeks, which is great as well. Also in September, on the 21st, our next BOD Live is going to be our book club. So hopefully you're reading Atomic Habits right along with us, and we're going to discuss that then um, I've got, you know, a bunch marked in my uh, in my copy to share and get the conversation started. So if you haven't read the book, you are still more than welcome to join us and participate. Listen, ask questions. You're going to get a lot out of it. On September 29th, we're going to be going through Kimberly's commercial contract. So uh, I know we've had a lot of interest in this. Uh, it's going to start out as a two-hour virtual seminar. Please join us live. I know you've got questions uh, and we're going to make sure that we leave time for that and you'll have um, access to the recording and then once that's done it will be set up within our BOD shop as a contract like our other contracts are. Um, and then boss, open invitation to join if that is the next level for you. Applications are always open, so please reach out to me if you've got questions or of course fill out the application. Our next group launches this October. And then in March 2023, uh, Kimberly is headed to Australia for a two-day intensive BOD 15. So that's in partnership with Jody Carter, one of our members there who's helping us set all this up. And of course, it's hosted by the wonderful Boyd Blue at their Sydney showroom. So details and registration for that one are already open. And of course, we are uh, considering other uh, locations within North America for that same seminar. So if you're interested, please reach out to me, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com, and we're going to start a running list for that one. So details for all of this and more, head to businessofdesign.com. Thanks so much. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks so much. And everybody, thank you for being here.
Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. And now a word from our awesome sponsor, Daniel House Club. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Business of Design podcast. We really appreciate it. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast or a member of Business of Design, you know we don't frequently have sponsors. And that's because I feel an obligation to each one of you to make sure anyone who appears on this podcast that we endorse does a great job helping us interior design professionals do our job. And now I can say I have worked directly with Daniel House Club and I've been thrilled with the results. So what is Daniel House Club? I'm glad you asked. It's an amazing tool that allows us to make multiple purchases from multiple suppliers and vendors all in one place. And it gives us the deep discounts, which allow us to be profitable and to save our clients money. Recently, I know they had a purchase of over $100,000 from one designer, and that one purchase included 93 items from 22 different vendors. Imagine how much time you could save with that kind of buying power. Even if you have a small firm, trust me, this is a great resource. Let me tell you something else I love. When I signed up to become a member, I got 30 days of free shipping, and that is substantial these days. So we really took advantage of that with our first order and, in fact, a couple subsequent orders. We even ship product across the border, U.S. to Canada. Pretty sweet. You lucky business of design listeners can go to danielhouse.club and you can sign up for your own membership using the discount code BODPRO. You'll get 50% off on your membership and that coveted 30-day free shipping. Thank you, Daniel House, for sponsoring Business of Design. I should say this is also an opportunity for me to promote the fact that I will be in New York City on September 14th with Daniel House Club and others at the What's New, What's Next event hosted by Interior Design Magazine. We'll be at the LaPere showroom in the New York Design Center, and we'll be talking about fledgling designers. Oh, yeah, I remember what that was like, and some of the tools that can help their business grow. Obviously, business of design, but of course, there are other tools as well, and I would love to meet each and every one of you. Come on out to the New York Design Center and say hello. Can't wait to meet you in person. And now, back to the show. I'm very happy to be having this conversation with Helen Austin. How are you? Great. I have not seen you since Santa Monica, the Business of Design Elite Retreat Santa Monica. Wasn't that fun? It was an absolute blast. It really was. And it was the first time that we've met. So tell everybody where you're from and what you do for a living. Give us a little background. Okay, so I actually live in two states. I am primarily based in Kansas City, Missouri, which might as well also be Kansas. Um, And then um, the other half of the time I have been in Houston, Texas. So my husband and I have been caring, had been caring for his father 
um, for the last five years. And so it kind of had me split between two cities. And so I actually had began to establish my previous business, which I'll mention, um, uh, in that state as well. So I literally every other week go back and forth still to this day. Wow, that's a lot. You have a lot on your plate. And uh, you're not just uh, flitting back and forth between two homes. You also are running a business. Tell us about your business. And what do you mean like you started your former (laughs) business in Houston, I think? What does that mean? I, um, uh, in 2011, began a professional organizing business. And that has um grown into obviously a design one of the requests i was getting often was to help them stage homes um from then doing light decorating and so it always had been something i was very interested in Um, ironically the company that i started with before doing my own thing um, they brought me on to furnish a client's apartment Um, So, and I had no idea what I was doing. It was more like, oh, you do this for your house, so you can do it for everyone else's, which as we all well know, that is not how any of this really works. Um, But it is a good way to learn, right? You do figure out what you don't know. That is for sure. And of course, you know, shopping like retail, and so it was a totally different thing. Um, Actually much harder in many ways. Um, So I, um, gosh, in 2019, I decided I was going to do a um, interior design program. So I already have a master's degree in counseling. I did not want to go back and get more debt. Um, and so I just decided I would do, you know, one of those great online programs, which I'm sure everyone who has a four-year degree in this cringes at. Um, but that is what I did. And having already some business sense and then getting a very general idea of what it means to do design, um from that then i just slowly started to offer design services to my existing clients which i have quite a few so that has really been how most of my work has funneled in has been through um organizing work and then we got our hands on you at the retreat and we're all like wait this is amazing you're gonna have this really robust funnel of clients that you can turn into decorating clients and then sort of be in a good position where you can safely grow the decorating side of your business and make a lot of money. And if you want to keep the organizing side, I think we were all saying like, put a wall between those two things and have two separate businesses so that your decorating and design business won't be held back by your organization business. Yeah, there, that was the gist of it. What what I am experimenting with right now, and I feel like this is the gist of my whole business life, is that I dance with it. <laughs> like, I'm going to try this, see how it does. You know, I give it a good six months on almost anything that I kind of shift to do, um, which same thing with the design thing. I'm like, I'll give it six months to a year. If I'm miserable, I'm not going to keep doing it. Um, it's been almost two years now. Um, so clearly, I really like it. Um, but um, what I have decided to do, and that was largely in part of hearing back from everyone at the retreat was to, I and this is what I've been wanting to do, um, I want to be an interior design business primarily, but we offer organizing services still. So the gist of most of my company is still design, but part of the design is that we can dig deeper literally into the insides of your drawers, your cabinets, your kitchen. So what I see is what I do is I provide very high function design. So function is before style and beauty. It's every, it's the most important thing and identifying what clients, you know, how they live in their homes, how they function, 
um, what their tendencies are, what their habits are. These are things I assess as an organizer, but now I can do all of it um, from making the exterior, the, you know, the inside of a room, but then everything inside should function really well all the way into a drawer. That seems like such a solid base to work from. And I love that you said that. And not only can you dig deep in terms of functionality in the space, you can dig deep into getting to know your clients, I think, with your background as well and really hearing what they're telling you and make those deep human connections that will translate into long-term clients. Absolutely. And that's been the history of organizing business. If you think about hiring an organizer, I think it's almost more personal than sometimes like going to your doctor. I, one of my clients is like, you've been in my underwear drawer, you're practically family. So <laughs> when you're providing that level of service of like really getting to know someone and making sure their home works for them and that it's absolutely stunning, um, they really start to share a lot. And I, I, my background, my master's degree is in counseling. So I, I probably, some skills kick in where people start to tell me all kinds of things. I don't know how many other designers have that, but. I know <laughs> I can hear lots of stories and things that um, I have sometimes have to remind people that I'm not their therapist. Um, but there are, you know, some things that I can offer that can make things, you know, work better for them. Do you have difficulty because you are able to make those connections quickly with people? Do you have difficulty keeping a line between this is business and this is friendship? Do do your clients bleed over into too comfortable being your companion? So I, I don't know, actually, because um, my personality, um, I also, you know, since the contract, you know, is my business partner, as you put it, that's really helpful. So there's already clear boundaries. Um, and the things that I've learned actually from the girls and from you that, you know, we train our clients. So when we allow little things to happen and they're really minor, like answering a text at like 8 p.m., like you're training your client, you shouldn't do stuff like that. Um, I think I've gotten a lot better with that over the years. Um, I've had one client in the past, this was obviously organizing that I am very glad that I've disconnected from. She definitely, it was not a healthy deal. Like she was really kind of taking advantage um, and I, I think I learned a lot from that. So I think some of my clients would definitely think I am their friends. So there's always a fine line with it. Um, but something that I'm trying to be cognizant of to some extent as well. But I've learned so much from listening to you and following, you know, all of your 20, your our 15 steps. I almost said 21. 20. I was like, 21? Yeah, it is. A few. <laughs> it feels like so many. Let's just add six more. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, um, but um, it's definitely, um, it can be, it can be a challenge, but um, I don't know. I guess in, in long, short answer, yes and no, right? <laughs> but that's where a, a group of dedicated professionals who have your back and who share similar drive and ambition, that's where that group can come in handy to just remind you of how important it is to stick to those boundaries and lean on your partner as your contract. So that was exciting for us at the retreat. We've, we had members there who've been in business many years, and that's exciting because sometimes they feel sort of stuck and set in their ways. And when you can see the the I guess the um, the realization that there's opportunity even if you've been in business 25 years that's really thrilling to me and then there was you who was really new and everybody was kind of blown away by 
the maturity with which you spoke about your business, but obviously you've been running a business previously that was um, tangential, you know, next door to the one that you are running now, the interior design business. What was the takeaway for you in, in that group at the retreat? What did you come away with? Oh my gosh, so much. One, like you said, the accountability. So I've never had any of that. Um, I've been a solo business owner. I do have employees. Um, so there's a really nice aspect of that, but it's also really challenging because, you know, when you're just talking to yourself and then just consuming other things and no one else really can understand unless they're in business as well. Um, and so, um, and I don't really have any friends who are also entrepreneurs. Um, so it's, it was really helpful to get that feedback. Plus, just seeing the other women and hearing from them, I realized that I brought more value to the table um, than I was readily recognizing. I do feel very confident after over 10 years as an organizer, I'm an expert organizer. I have no problem admitting that. I feel really comfortable in that space, but I've been in it for a decade. Um, I was in it before it was like a really big thing. Um, and so now going into this, which is 10 times more complicated, in my opinion, than organizing, because there's so many more moving parts, a whole lot more money being exchanged, that it's really overwhelming. And I wanted nothing more than to just have other people who were in the same field that I could talk to, because I haven't had that. I tried to accomplish that locally, um, mainly in Kansas City. And I kind of was met with more of the a few, this is like a few designers, they see everyone else's competition. So there can't be this camaraderie of kind of we're like, there's lots of business for all of us. There really is, you know, um, so oh, wow. uh, it's really hard. I really wish that I could find someone locally or at least one or two, kind of like I did with the women there. But I think um, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing. It'll be more interesting as I branch deeper into Houston and Texas, because that's what I plan on doing, um, that maybe that will be different because it's a very different city, but it's been tough. Yeah, I, I hear you. And I think that's one of the big dream goals for boss groups is that we would develop these different boss groups and then be able to connect all of the groups and therefore cover lots of territory. So you'll find people who live near you um, who are speaking your language and know what you're up against. And I agree with you. There's absolutely no reason to be worried about competition. I love that you were able to recognize that you bring a lot more to the table than you think you do, because often, you know, often we our worst enemy is our own negative self-talk and that catastrophizing. I don't know anything. I'll never figure this out. I'll never be as good as this other person. And if you can just break it down and say, here's the, you know, couple things I need to improve on, but here are 10 things that I'm great at. It's so much easier to move forward. Don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think understanding what you're good at um, and being resourceful. I think um, as a business owner, I feel like that is one of my top skills um, is if you can be resourceful. Finding business of design, I feel like was um, absolutely a dream come true. So as an organizer, um, having a process and a system is <laughs> at the core of my very type A self. And so you gave me that. I didn't have to invent the wheel. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel either because I found you and that's what I've been doing since I started the design work. So 
Um, it's been life changing. You're actually really making a big difference, especially for those of us that are just kind of jumping into it. But I knew the value, like I needed a system and I, gosh darn it, I'm so glad I did not have to create that system. Wow, that's, that's, I love that you said that. Thank you. That, that means a lot to us. And yesterday I was speaking to someone who's been a designer for a long time and is having such a hard time letting go of the way she's been doing it for years and years and years and the way that other designers that she knows run their businesses for years and years and years. And I literally said, you know, if you had come to us in your first year of doing business, you would be through this process already. It would be implemented. We wouldn't be having these conversations. But the sooner you can let go of the old way and adapt a new way that works, oh, it's so much. It's so much easier. What did what did everybody say in terms of how you charge? Was that complicated for you because you have one way of billing and one business model for organization and then you're going as you said to a business that's 10 times more complicated are you charging 10 times as much how does that work I did double my rate when I started design which was really scary but that was from listening to your podcast I was like all right I can do that and that was really scary and then when I met with you guys you know it was like all right you know I there's I my goal is to actually only have maybe 10 to 12 clients a year um, with men have a really high set minimum. These are all the changes that I've made from like, have been entertaining, but going to the retreat helps solidify. And then that helps to me, like to not be working all the time. Um, I do want to hire maybe two people, um, but I have no desire to be like the biggest, largest, you know, design empire. I want to be able to design spaces and work with people that I'm excited to work with. And they are also very excited to work with me. I want to work with people who decide to work with me because they only want to work with me, which is where I was getting with organizing. Um, and so no, knowing all of that, realizing I can raise my rate to help make sure that that filter you know, helps me reach those goals. I love that. Um, 10 to 12 is still pretty ambitious. You're going to be busy. And I suspect over time that number will get smaller, but your profitability will get higher as you really get yeah. into a, a groove. That's the goal. But um, yeah, you know, it's so funny at the retreat, I came away, of course, with 10,000 things I need to change and do better. And, you know, raising my rate was one of them as well. Um, if you recall them, them pushing uh -huh. me and saying your consultation rate is too low. I'm like, what? That's crazy. So I did do one consultation at $1,500 so far. So thank oh. you for that. So thank you for that raise. I made money uh, by going to Love the retreat. <laughs> so that was amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The other area that I feel is so important for us all to experience together is touring great projects. I have never failed to go into an amazing home designed by somebody else, an architect or designer who's talented, and we got to go into two of them uh, at the Elite Retreat. I never failed to come away with new motivation to do better work, to raise my standards and to wow my clients. How do you feel that, about, how did you feel about that? So the homes that we had the opportunity to tour at the retreat were truly incredible. So as someone who has mainly resided in the Midwest, um, and South. I've also lived in Nashville and then Minneapolis. So that's, I've lived in those areas. I've traveled all over. Um, but getting to see 
um, the homes unique to that area, which I really kind of felt like they were, especially terrain wise, was really eye opening. So um, it's also really interesting to learn what's really more common, you know, also what you can do that maybe you haven't been considering because you get into these niches, I think, especially in the Midwest, geez, um, like there are these things that you kind of get forced to have to do because they think that that's what's really cool and great. Um, so these home tours were just really eye-opening and wonderful. They also encouraged me to, on every vacation, I'm going to seek out properties to really just experience from a design point of view. And I already do this when I look at pictures. This is my self-education to see like, why do things work or why do they not work? And so touring that home, it was like, those were really incredible. I haven't been in an open air house before. I mean, Kansas City and Houston, you don't want an open air house by any means. It would be horrible. And so getting to see that as one of the homes, um, I think it was Venice Beach, that was really, really neat. So um, that and you also we did an art tour at the beginning um, and that already has helped a lot. I have done um, I did an art visit with some clients and I kind of knew the better way to frame things. And also I could tell that the art gallery owner noticed that as well. Um, I had already sold some art in the past before with them not knowing much other than being like, yeah, this works great. I know this looks right, but I felt so more equipped. Um, and that was such a fun experience um, getting to do that with the other women. I love that too. And I've, I've been on a roll recently of selling art to clients and it's been so fun and we're commissioning pieces. You know, they love this from the artist, but they need mm -hmm. something else for the living room. Would the, would the artist be willing to commission a piece just for us? And the clients are so excited about it. And there's very little margin typically in artwork for us, but you know, you're, you're, um, you're getting rooms that you can photograph. You're making mm -hmm. clients really, really happy. You're making the gallery owner owners happy and I always push a little bit if we're buying you know multiple pieces from one gallery to get a deeper discount and they usually comply so I think it's mm -hmm. such a great experience and I, I was so happy that we got to meet you and uh in Santa Monica that was just such a truly inspirational trip for me we um or event for me I guess I should say just being together somehow it kind of recharges my battery I, I don't know any other way to put it. I just came away thinking, yeah, I got this. I'm excited about what's ahead with clients. I'm excited about my projects. It just motivated me so much. So thank you. It was really fun. I feel the same way. It did the same thing for me. So good. We love to end every episode with design intervention. What comes to mind, Helen Austin? So having been in business for many years, um, actually owned a business with my ex-husband before my organizing business, I think that first and foremost, we always need to be an entrepreneur first and then a great designer second. So if you don't know how to run a business and sell whatever service product you're doing, um, uh, it's very problematic. So on the front end, you know, not even the front end, 80% of really what we do is run a business, right? And then the small part of what we do is the design. Um, so I think always keeping in mind that if you are owning your own business, you are an entrepreneur first and foremost, and then you're a great designer second. That is excellent advice and it's so true and thank you so much you're invited to come back on the podcast anytime i know you have experience on television and radio as well that comes across really nicely on the podcast so if you would like to interview someone on this podcast the mic is yours and you just feel free to invite someone on and interview them and make it your own we would love to have you take take the mic over one day 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today.